Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're very welcome to Late Lunch this Tuesday afternoon. Did you have one, Louise? Nope, I didn't. I did. Did you? You, you definitely didn't have one. Uh, I can't remember ever having one, no, so I don't think so. <laughs> well, I did because, see, I had to have one. Because, you see, in our house, where I grew up, we had the two rooms downstairs, the main room with the TV, and when we all socialised that, then we had our kitchen come dining room behind <laughs> it. And upstairs, there were just three bedrooms. My mum and dad's bedroom, mine and my sister Katrina's. And all we had in the house was an open fire. Oh, OK. An open fire. So no- it was freezing. Upstairs was like the Antarctic or the Arctic when you got weather like this. I mean, I often remembered waking if you had a bit of a runny nose and it'd be frozen your nose. There'd be ice in it. You know what I mean? Really? It was that, oh, it was that cold, honestly. And my dad, when it was cold... There were big overcoats years ago and he had a number of them. They used to throw them on the bed (laughs) to keep us warm. But we had, we had, we definitely... And you had blankets probably rather than duvets, didn't you? Yeah, we had blankets, yeah, blankets and quilts and uh, then the the heavy coats would go on. And you might keep your socks on in the winter time of the year as well. Do you know what I mean? That'd be... I do that. Do you keep your socks on? At least two pairs. Do you? (laughs) Yeah. In winter time. My feet would be blue. In, In winter time. Yeah, all year round. But you don't have the other thing. No. You never had. No. No, I'm racking my brains here trying to, and I just can't remember Do you have ever one of them? one. Do you, no, right, so you never had one growing no. up at that Navin. Do you have one in the house today? Yes. Ah, hold but on a I minute. I didn't buy it. She has one. I have one, but I, hasn't, I don't think it's been used. Maybe once. It was a gift from my mother-in-law to my daughter. I wonder, so your mother-in-law to Katrina. Mm. Okay. Her granny. To Katrina. Okay, uh, would you believe we don't have one in the house today? We don't have one at all. And I grew up with one, you know, and, and used it. And it was such a godsend on, uh, during weather like this for Do the toasties. Do your toesies. kids have one? No, I don't think so either. And would you reckon many listeners have one or have more than one? I, If you asked me this last year, I would have said no. But I see them all in shops now. I think they're back in with a, Are a they? bang. Yeah. Are they? Are they? Are they? All furry ones and long ones and <laughs> short ones and yeah, all different coloured ones. They're out there in late lunch land thinking that pair have lost the plot today. We well, in the name of God, ago. will you tell us? <laughs> yes, we have. Uh, will you tell us what what he is on about? We're on about the the grand old hot water bottle, or it was known as a jar, like a jelly bag. A jar, yeah. It was. It was. Uh, <laughs> it's well, only like, known as a jar now in Drogheda. Folks, or was it everywhere? Does, known a, as anyone a jar? out there know the hot water bottle that 
as a jar. Was it known as a jar because years ago it was actually a jar and it was wrapped in something like now, a, or a brick or something? No, no, you're was onto that it. From yeah, it was it was a little container, uh, a solid container made out of. Uh, what, what I'm, what's the word I'm looking for? I'll think of it in a moment. Sort of a pottery thing, you know mm, what I mean? Yeah. In a sh- I'd say that's where it came from. But it was known as a jar. A hot water bottle in our neck of the woods. Was it known every, anywhere else as a jar, do you know? But, folks, do you have hot water bottles? Anyone out there still using a hot water bottle today? Have you used it, you know, these last few days with the extreme cold? Is it part of something you take to bed with you at night? 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text. We'd love to hear from you. Now, Louise... Um, I, I posted a picture of a water bottle on mm. our Facebook page late last night. Well, it went crazy with people. You get out of bed to go for a water oh, bottle. I, 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 I'd say there were people <laughs> in bed with the hot water bottles messaging us last night as they saw the picture of the hot water bottle. But did you know something? There's a, a technique with a, he- a hot water bottle in terms of filling it. Do you know this? No. Well, I'll, I'll just take it. I was going to ask you a question there, but you, you finished little, what you're saying. A little, right, a little user's guide. You couldn't put. You bo- we boiled the kettle, you know yeah. what I mean, and put it into the into the hot water bottle or jar. Um, but you'd always have to have a sup of cold in it first because they're rubber. You know what I mean. Mm. And if you put in scalding water, well, the leak was the thing you were worried. But I'm sure many people had a burst water bottle in their time as well. A little bit of cold, then put your hot in. Then you had to manoeuvre the water in it so as all the air was out of the bottle. You know what I mean. The water came up to the top where you put the the little. A holder bone, in that sealed bone, it. Is it. Yeah, the, yeah. the little thing that sealed it. It's a screw cap or whatever into it. You had to bring the water right up the top so there was no air, you understand, in the bottle when you closed it because that was a recipe for a burst hot water bottle as what, well. What, the air? Yeah, leaving the air in it. Oh yeah, bad, really bad thing to do. Right. That, that I, I'm right there, folks, aren't I? That's the way you fill the bottle. Yes, you drop a cold, then the scalding water in, get the air out of it, tighten it and off and you go. What if you brought it to bed and it burst or it leaked during the night? That's shocking. Your mattress would be ruined. <laughs> stop. Stop. That's just... That would terrify that's me now. I wouldn't do it because of that. the worst case scenario of that happened. That is the worst I'm case sure it scenario. it has happened. Oh, my God almighty. Uh, that was the worst thing that could happen to <laughs> you. It, imagine. It you have a water bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Before>, You'd <laughs> be posh. <laughs> before they were ever invented, you had one. Oh, there was many water beds before they were ever invented in Ireland, for sure. But what were you going to ask me? You, you had a question. There, I bet you forget the question now. Do you? No, do you remember it? It was just about them being burst. Mm. I just wonder if oh, they you know, burst. Be oh, the bottles burst, didn't they, folks? The bottles did burst. You burst water. It'd be very costly if it oh, got burst in your bed. In the name of God, look, I, I thank you all. The response last evening was just unbelievable, wasn't it? The amount mm. of people. David Grant was on. He said the best thing since sliced bread. Put it in the bed an hour before you go. It's like having a radiator in your bed all night. Now I don't know how long they'd stay hot for. Like. Yeah, could you wake up the next morning and be freezing, freezing cold? Like? Freezing. Well, it wouldn't near your feet at that stage mm. but is there anything worse than going to bed with cold feet and not being able That's to warm up oh, two pairs of socks yes you need yeah. the feet warm you won't sleep with cold feet no there's just no way you can but some people will like will have nothing on their feet they can't sleep with mm. anything near their feet that's it's true too but and then you had to be ha- be careful when it's very hot that you wouldn't burn your feet Mid- does it work the other way like if it was really humid weather could you fill it up and bung it in the freezer hold on hold on hold on <laughs> I'll just hold you there uh, <laughs> Teresa Carton Foyle I love mine the best thing ever even on holidays fill it with water put it in the freezer and you have your cool bed at night 
Brilliant. So it does work. Yeah. It okay. does work like that. So it does. It does work like that too. As if you couldn't a find your flask, I wonder could it work? If which? If you couldn't find your flask <laughs> with a whole tea. Mm, I wouldn't fancy it. The taste of the rubber on the water mixed with the tea bag. No, oh no, I, I don't think that'd work at all. To be honest with you, I, I said to you, Magella McEnany, just to say again, our best new friend since Sunday. So Magella has only recently purchased one there. Bernie Carrer, I love it. The old reliable jar. So it, you know, it was known as a jar in some other places as well. What had others to say? Jacqueline McGovern said, I have three tucked up in my bed. It's a lovely surprise. I always remember my man, my ma'am having one for me every month or after night shifts. Wasn't that nice mm. there? Rose Toomey. Hello, Rose. My granddad used to warm a stone for the bed. Now, this is going back, right? Warm a stone. He would put it near the top of the bed for a while and then put it down at my feet before I went to bed. No radiator back then in Hardman's Gardens. That's how we kept warm at night. You know, oh, warmer stones. Sign a loaf. God almighty, isn't that a lovely one? Going back to yesteryear for sure. Teresa Carnfile, yes, that's the one about the, the holidays and the cooling down. Uh, Aoife Nick and Ree said, warmed up the bed last night with one. Think it's our cheapest way to keep warm in the current... Probably. situation with the cost of energy uh, Catherine McCann just gave one to my kitten so he will sleep with the extra heat Ah, oh, oh. little kitten there getting the benefit of it what about covers um, like do you just do water bottles or you know the way now you see there's fluffy ones everywhere with covers oh yeah so, you can you can buy anything I think can't you in does covers does that just make them last longer or is it just a, an aesthetic it might be nicer to the touch of the feet rather than the rubber of the mm. water bottle. I'm just but thinking. You didn't have any covers, loud. did you? Are you mad? We were looking to have covers on the bed. <laughs> That's why we had the, had the overcoats on the beds. <laughs> covers! Duvet. The only duvet we had was flying round out in the wild, a duck. And it still didn't become a duvet yet. Um, Linda, uh, Neem Waylon says, couldn't do without mine. It's terrible. It's thermoplastic. Thermoplastic, as I can't stand the smell of regular hot water bottles. That's a different type of bottle there. And I could understand that. The rubber smell and feel and that isn't actually for everybody. But you know the story today on Late Lunch. It's great to understand that the hot water bottle, Louise, is alive and well. And you have one. You'll have to test it out for us. I don't even know where it is. I know I have one. I remember bringing it home, but... yes. You'll have to try and find it for us. The messages are no, pouring in here. <laughs> the messages are pouring in. Hope the hot water bottles aren't pouring out. But the messages are certainly coming in to late lunch today. Uh, Martina Martin uh, has two of them. Uh, Jerry Kelly, it's a super sir and hot water bottle had back then in the day. I must start using it again, says Peter. You know, a super sir, a gas super mm. sir here. You remember those? Yeah. I agree with Peter. We had That was our heating as well in the house. June Leslie says, yes, I use one. They're great, they're great, they're great. Absolutely, Jerry, says another listener. I have two bottles. And when I was young, uh, we called it a jar. Jerry, you have to get uh, the air out of it or it will burst. You're right. There you go. You know the, the little tips I gave you to, to get the air out of the bottle. There's a listener says, very important. Yes, Jerry, you're correct about the hot water bottle. They have lovely covers on them now, Louise. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, and it's still called a jar. Happy Christmas from Nula. I love my water bottle, says Anne Crocock from Dunsany. Hello, Anne, this afternoon. And I remember the jar with the screw top. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, more solid thing. 
And here's Ellen. I have four hot water bottles. They're for my family when they're staying overnight for a few days. I have an electric blanket now. We had jars when I was young, enjoying the show you immensely. Them in different shapes now. Oh, yeah. Somebody no, sent me ones. Long one elongated like ones. Yeah. The traditional you put around one. your body. Yeah. Sheila says, I love my jar. I'd be lost without it. Often took it to work with me, she says. And somebody else there says, Sorry, Jerry, but uh, I'm in the menopause. <laughs> Self-generating heat here at the moment. Thank you for all your comments. Keep them coming. Oh eight six eighteen hundred six five eight by WhatsApp or text. Now we have a lovely young lady for you. She's been a guest of ours, hasn't she, Louise? In the past yeah. on late lunch, it's Ruby O'Kelly with a cover of the song. Who's the original from Louise? You told me. I did. It's Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson's Christmas song covered by the wonderful Ruby O'Kelly on your late lunch. Here we go. Well, 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 Louise, if you thought the hot water bottle was consigned to the annals of history, how wrong you'd be. Mm. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I think most houses have at least one. Doesn't it look like that and what we're seeing here now for sure. Do you see the covers there? Somebody sent us in a beautiful pictures of the different types of covers that are available. You can get anything to cover really the hot water bottle. Thank you for that. There's another one there. This is the one we used to have. Six kids all fighting over it. Do you see (laughs) that? That is that. Oh, uh, it's the jar. Do you see the jar? Yeah. Do you see the green jar there? Mm. The Clarendon Shocklin. Very strange looking, isn't it? Yeah, Clarendon Shocklin. Claire, lovely. Thank you so much for sending that snap into us there just to see it. That's what you were talking about, you know what I mean? Uh, hi, Jerry. Uh, we bring the hot water bottles to the drive-in. Bingo, they're fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. Isn't that just them. a great idea? It really is. Hi, I love my hot water bottle. In this type of weather, I put it in my car half an hour before I leave for work at 7.40 in the morning and the car is warm and I do the same on the way home, says Margaret. Louise. Louise. The, the uses that people have for these water bottles is unbelievable. Caroline Barkello, the jar. Wrap my pyjamas around it before going to bed. Absolute bliss, says Caroline. I like that. And somebody else sent us a message. Her sister used to dole out the hot water bottles in the house. And if they were on good terms, she'd wrap the sister's nightdress <laughs> in the hot water bottle. But she'd know if she was in bad form <laughs> if she didn't wrap it in the hot water bottle. Um, hi, guys. I have a hot water bottle on my lap everywhere I drive. And if it's late at night, it defrosts my windscreen after work, says Caroline. Kathy and Trim. Love it. Just the, have to buy one, won't we? The ingenuity of people. I am going to have to buy one myself. I'll have to go back to the future and get one. I really w- will. And so on and so on they go. It's an Elizabethan thing. It's a, from that era, Jerry. A jar with a cork in it to stop the leakage. And for filling it, uh, if you watch Downton Abbey, you will see the maids putting them into the lords and ladies' beds. The jar. You know what I mean? The old jar there as well. Um, another one there saying, Hi Jerry, we always had jars. We had an open fire. Your face would be warm when you come back 
in from the cold. My dad used to run hot cinders in the morning into his boots before he went to work. Ooh. Did you ever hear of that? No. Hot cinders into the boots. Lovely memories. Tea the boots. Lovely, lovely memories. Lovely memories. There. Yeah. Rose, thank you so much. Thank you to everybody. Keep them coming about the jar, the hot water bottle. Oh, I love your comments about the hot water bottles. Keep them coming to us. We're enjoying them so much. 086 1800 658 by WhatsApp or text. Jerry says, Marie, my husband has a hot water bottle for 50 years. Imagine that, 50 years. And he wouldn't be without it. You see, Jerry, it's me. Oh, Marie, you are hot stuff. You really are appreciated and love this weather, especially. Yes, Jerry, I love my hot water bottle. It has a furry cover, it soothes me to sleep. Just remember, don't fully boil the kettle to fill it, says Kay in Drogheda. Thank you so much, Kay. Uh, Tell Jerry I remember the jar well. Our jar many years ago was a ceramic cylinder and shaped uh, shaped like a bottle with a cork on top until we advanced into the more modern one of today. Our house, like his own, all those years ago had no heating. We would wake up to ice on the inside of the windows and tell him, yes, the modern ones do burst. My sister had her two legs scalded by one as she was carrying it up to bed. Oh my God. And yes, I still use them today. Wouldn't be without one. I love your show and we love you too. Thank you so much and we'll get back to your comments presently. It's a busy time of the year in butcher shops right round the north east and everywhere else as well and I'm joined by a man who is so well known in the Royal County he's a very prominent butcher in Kells in County Mead and I'm delighted it's been a while to say hello again to Thomas Doherty. Hi Thomas Hello Jerry. how are you doing? I'm really good, thanks for taking our call today on the show Well look, at you're busy, it goes without saying, we're in the final run in now, the final couple, couple of weeks, just to you, is, is turkey still the big bird when it comes to poultry at Christmas time? The full turkey probably doesn't sell as much as it used to, as, as good as it used to. A lot of people are getting boneless, bone and rolls now. That's what they're going for, more so. Mm, so down to maybe the size of the ovens. You can put the roll in, you'll get in veg and stuff in it along with it. If you bring the full turkey, it just takes up too much space, you know. Yes. And what do you do when you bone and roll a turkey from a butcher's perspective? Is there a market for the legs? Like, I have to say, I love the leg meat more myself than the breast meat, to be honest with you. What about all those spare legs, Thomas? What happens to them? I think a lot of them go for export and the bigger producers, maybe the likes of some of the ones, maybe Hogan's. I don't I don't think they bone and roll them into the roll. Yeah. They go for export, as far as I know. But for us here this year, we're not doing turkey crowns. So basically, you buy the full turkey, We'll take the legs off it if you wish. You can get we crown it for you, but you get the legs because basically, if you buy the crown, you're paying for the legs. Whether you take them or not is up to you. It's yes, you know, because the legs are they're really worthless. Personally, myself, I've no problem. I like the leg meat. Yeah, I love the brown meat, but not everybody wants to. Yeah, and and you know, Thomas, people should take them because you can roast the legs separately, and they're beautiful. Yeah, we'll bone and roll them, we'll stuff them. Will you? They can be roasted, we'll do all of that for them at no extra cost if they want them. Good on you. That's lovely to hear a stuffed leg of turkey with no bone or anything in it. So that's the story. So you are full turkeys this year and then the option is on the customer to take the legs or not or have it any way they want. So are you doing a crown? Will you Will you cut the, 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 the crown off and just give it we, to a customer? We will, exactly, no problem. We, yes. We feel like, like everything else, turkey price has gone up. They've got zero. Yeah. So we feel that if we're going to just give you the crown, you don't get the legs, mm. you don't get the wings, it's a small piece of meat for a lot of money, isn't it? It is. The other way, you come along, you get your full turkey, and next thing you'll have whatever, you can have the legs for later on, maybe in the new year, whenever you want them. Yeah. It's just, it's better value, I think, for the customer. Oh, it certainly is. Now, and it's just staying with poultry for a minute. Are duck or goose, any demand for that, or do you have to source them for people, or is that a thing of the past? Funny enough, 
think the goose sells more on the west coast of Ireland than yeah. it does on the east coast. Mm. People go all the way over that side, they seem to like the goose more than we do. Mm. So we don't do very many geese and we just do a small amount of duck. Yeah, but but they're available if people want them. They're available, no problem at all. And and go back to your stuff, and are you traditional stuff in man with the crumbs and the herbs and the you onion know, and that? The, the stuff we make here, we have the breadcrumbs, we have uh, roasted onion, which is dried, then we have fresh onion and celery, which is cooked in butter, and we have a small amount of mixed herbs, a small amount of parsley, and that's it then. Mm. With the um, crumb, you don't incorporate sausage meat or anything like that into we it? We don't. Some people, we do sell sausage meat, um, no problem doing it. We, but sometimes it makes it like a meatloaf is quite heavy. Yeah. That's what I define. Not personally for me, but we do sell it. They can add their own uh, sausage meat to it. Some people like to add smoked bacon, lardons, whatever. You know, there's a pile of stuff you can mm. but, you know. Let's turn to the pig for a moment and the traditional ham. Uh, ham, half ham, full ham, ham on the bone, off the bone, what? Everything, whatever you want. We have ham fillets, we have full hams up to maybe from 13 kilos back, boned and rolled. We have some on the bone with the shank on. We can, we, uh, Tom Lynch and RD smokes hams for us. Mm. So we have whatever a person wants in ham is no problem. Mm. And ham is a better seller than the back bacon joint for us at Christmas, you know. Right. And, and again, people are staying with that sort of tradition, matching the turkey with the ham. Definitely. Yeah, it still holds. You see that? It still holds. What about pork? Is pork, any, any market there for pork? Just the normal... We, Basically, today I'm cutting up 10 pigs and just the middle of them. So we do that nearly every week. Yeah. So we cure the rashers, we do the hams, we make the sausages and pudding and all that. So that's a good market for us. Nobody really gets the roasted pork for Christmas. It's very, you know, I don't know why people don't do it, but that's just the way. People are more tradition. Mm. Like, a roasted pork with the skin on it, you can't get it. There's nothing nicer, you know. Beef at Christmas time. You know, a joint of beef with some people who mightn't like the poultry end of things. Funny enough, it's the week after Christmas I find I sell more beef. Because if you have a turkey and ham, and maybe a bit of spiced beef or corned beef or whatever you're doing, that'll get you over Christmas Day, Stephen's Day, the next couple of days. Then when we open up, everyone's a rasher and sausage, they're fed up with the, the rich food, all that. Yeah. And after Christmas, they want their roasted beef. The rib roast is normally the most popular. Oh, lovely. You can't be eating on the bungees. It's, it's one of the nicest you'll get. And I know it's a few pounds for it, but it goes a long way as well, too. And and leg of lamb at this time of year, is, is it similar after Christmas that people look for that, too? Funny enough, we don't sell a massive amount of lamb. Lambs have been have been a good trade all year. Yeah, expensive. Um, we we sell the normal. Uh, no, people don't really go for lamb for Christmas. Mm. It's it's not one for, for that time Probably of the year. And ham and then the beef after after the Christmas. And what about spiced beef, Tom? We do a bit of that. Yeah, we probably do. We have it in done already. It's just vacuum packed. We'll be putting it out next week, portioning it up. We do a small amount of that. Again, corned beef, spiced beef, Dublin cork, not really round this area that much, mm. I find. Mm. But up in Dublin, they love the corned beef, and then if you go down to cork, it's spiced beef. You know? Yeah, yeah, so it's basically funny. We put clove, coriander, that kind of grounds onto the corned beef, and that's where the spiced beef is. Yes, so uh, a tradition from other parts of the country. Come back to. Uh, the breakfast time and people love to have the the sausages and the rashers and the puddings on the go your own sausage recipe <laughs> now here's here's a state secret because butchers don't like to give anything away you have one peculiar i take it to yourselves going right back uh, we are going back to last year since we won the first sausage final i think it was 2009 and we haven't changed the mix since that mm. the late martin kieran was very good to me and carrie mccross he did all the ingredients He's very good to us. He put us on the right road and so we didn't step off it since that. That was it, you know. Would you shift a lot of sausages? We do. Most weeks we can do seven, eight, nine hundred kilos. Some weeks if we're really busy, we'll do a ton. That's with the van and everything on the road, you know. We went to Dublin 
we do different, you know, it was a good run. Mm. Hotels, bits and pieces. Yes. We do a lot. And then with the pudding, it's the same crack. I get the recipes from Martin and we just, that was it. We, um, we add our own grounds to the black pudding mix, so which leaves it, we can taper it to what, what's, uh, what we want. Yeah. What we want. We don't put any garlic or anything like that into it. So we just, um, we add the grounds to the spice and away we go then. And in terms of your rashes, is the back rash of the most popular still streaky, smoked, unsmoked, what? We'll do a lot of, was it, it was in your Sunday, we did 750 kilo of rash, of course the most there from a vacuum pack. We'll do them, then we do, we'll have a limited amount of streaky, um, and then we do some smoked again, Tom smokes the Menardi for us. Uh, smoked is, not, smoked is not everyone's taste. Mm. And they are uh, properly smoked, they're not dyed or anything, they're done in the smokers. The rind can be quite hard on them, so sometimes you can't eat the rind. That's just it. We always sell the rasher with the rind on. Yes. That's what the customer like, and we cut them on the machine ourselves, so they cut quite thick, you know. Mm. Is there anything to beat? I was do. I had them on the panettone on Sunday uh, for breakfast for 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 the crew, and it, there's nothing to beat. Is there the the smell of a rasher on the pan, Thomas? The rasher is great. Yeah, the oh. and the onion is the two men that goes really well on the pan, isn't it? <laughs> oh, stop the lights, will you? Yeah. It just put the goo in you for sure. Now, what about your black and white puddings? Are they your own recipes as well, or how do you work those? They are our own recipes, yeah. Like, like All these recipes have to be weighed. A handful of this, a handful of that doesn't work for us, you know. We need consistency. Mm. So, like, because you can't, one week you don't want to get it, and it's too spicy, next week it's not spicy enough. Mm. So, like that again, everything is weighed out. John, what does all the production here for me, very, very good. And he'll weigh out, uh, we'll say, if we're making black pudding Monday, he weighs out everything on Wednesday. So he could spend maybe two hours upstairs weighing out all the pearl barley, all the seasonings, the herbs, everything. He has to weigh it all out exactly as it is. And then we're ready to go. We'd normally start, do maybe a ton in a batch. That's done over one day, like, you know. Yeah. Maybe the next day cooking. And that's important because when people love your taste, love your recipe, you've got to hit the nail every time, don't you? There's no yeah. point in being up and down or here or there. No, and then like, stuff, you know, we want it to be exactly as it should be, to keep to the time and everything. So it has to be handled properly. It has to be cool, cooled down within the hour and a half. You know, it makes a difference. To it. Mm. it has to be handled properly. On the run to Christmas, do you have a club or anything, or do you take deposits? You know what I'm well, talking no, about? We or don't do no. that much. We have a few people here that yeah. um, is in a Christmas club. We don't... Um, that's, that's the way we do it. Like, um, just most people, we take the orders for the turkey. We don't take any deposits. You come in on the day. And then we close up maybe Christmas Eve, one o'clock, hopefully. Mm. Ever get an emergency call? <laughs> afterwards? Oh, you could get one, but you're like, I'm only two miles out the road. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah. And every Christmas morning, I come in for my own stuff. So was it maybe three years ago? I came in and the refrigeration was down, so it wasn't a good, day, a good job. I called in Christmas morning for my own stuff. You know? Oh, Lord. God, that would be a disaster and a half, wouldn't was, it? Well, the fridge was nearly empty, but still not the mm. like uh, We'd want to be going again in a couple of days. So, like, if somebody was stuck, we'd see them right in that beach, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, the the message is that you're representing the local butcher right across the northeast and Meath and Louth as well and beyond. It's, it's, it's huge competition out there for you guys as well. But the local butcher shop, it, I want to say it here today, if we lose the local butcher shop, sure, there's a big but, part uh, of us gone, isn't it? A lot of them go on or gone, Jerry. I don't yeah. think. At one stage there, was it two or three weeks ago, there was one closing every three days, like, you know. Really? So it, it, it's cost and it's a combination of like, you know, beef being a good trade, lamb being a good trade, the pig man, look at he should He's getting now what he should have been always getting, price-wise. That's it, like, you know. Yeah. So I think COVID was very, COVID was very good to us. There's no thinking about that, like, because everyone queued on the street. They came into the small independent shop. Yep. And maybe a lot of butchers were struggling pre-COVID and then they got 
a good, you know, COVID was good to us, and now maybe that money is gone, and that's what has happened, you know. Mm. A lot of these lads would have went closed maybe quicker than now. We'll say, like, just COVID carried us on, you know. Yes, yes. But, but like, when uh, you see a butcher shop closing three weeks before Christmas or a month before Christmas, it's very bad, because Christmas is your best, the busiest y- time. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's it's it doesn't all go well. But you're tipping away yourself there, and you have a good custom, a good base, good staff, good customers. Yeah, that's all we need. Good suppliers, you know. Yeah, absolutely. We do all the harms ourselves. We cure them all right from scratch. I got our pig stuff, Moan Brown, little farmer up in Old Castle, mm-hmm. like Hilden and Muller here beside us, and that they come up to us, and then we take them from there, cure them, do the rashes, do everything. Mm. So we try and as much local as we can. James Anderson, all the pork we use would come from his factory, you know. Yes whether it's through the farm where we send them in or whether we buy them directly off James, that's where they come from, you know. Mm, mm. So it is a whole local network supporting jobs and yeah. communities uh, on your doorstep when you do go and buy from your local butcher. Look, I'll let you away there. You're a busy man and you have an emergency to attend to. I know I'm yeah, very grateful. Dead on, that's it, yeah. Thanks for joining me, Thomas. Thanks very much, Jerry. Thanks for the call. Happy Thank Christmas. You. Take care now. Bye bye. Bye bye. That's Thomas Doherty there. Well known butcher in Kells. Great man, and as you hear, doing all his own stuff there. So many comments about the hot water bottles. I got a rechargeable water bottle in Home Store and more. 25 euro. Best money I ever spent. Plug it in for 15 minutes. Keeps you hot for five hours. There you are, rechargeable one. Just listening to you about the hot water bottles, Jerry. Covers can be knitted for them to keep them warm for longer through the night. I'm sure Drogheda Dolls may have or could come up with a pattern for the standard-sized one. Great way to learn knitting too, says a listener. And so on and so on they go. I'll come back to them. I promise you, the hot water bottle. Alive and well is the message on late lunch today. And here's another message coming your way right now. It's time for our Two on Tuesday. Two on Tuesday. Playing the songs that just never quite made it to number one. But we were so close. I'm supposed to be number, number one. one. We were so close. Two on Tuesday. Yes, Jet Black died recently. He was an integral member of Go of uh, the Stranglers. And uh, just thinking of him in the context of the Two on Tuesday... Uh, the Stranglers never had a number one. Did you know that? They never had a number one for all the music they had. And this one, our two on Tuesday, was their highest chart entry ever. Yes, the Stranglers never got the top spot. But this was a cracker, wasn't it? That made it to number two in the UK charts. Yes, it's Golden Brown on your late lunch. Golden Brown, texture like sun. Lays me down with my mind She runs throughout the night No need to fight Never a frown with golden brown Our two on Tuesday Stranglers and golden brown Well Louise, what do you think of our two on Tuesday? Do you like that one? Early 80s, made it a number two Didn't classic. make number Absolute one Absolute classic It's a great song isn't it? understand it didn't make yes number one. and they, the other thing I wouldn't have really copped and thanks to my good friend Eddie again they never had a number one The Stranglers that was the highest charting UK song they ever ever had but I think when you hear what was number one you might understand and would you believe it only played it on late lunch Friday because they were my artists of the week last week hit it there Louise we'll have a listen again it's a cracker <laughs> 
The Jam and Town Called Malice, your number one that prevented Golden Brown our two on Tuesday making it to top spot. Maybe you understand now, Louise, why. Yeah, absolutely. Two great songs that mm. probably in any other chart, Golden Brown would have, you know, made it to number one. But that's a cracker it's as well. It's a bit well, more then. upbeat. It is. Yeah. It is. It's terrific. It, it really, the really toast is. toast them. Yeah, it is. You'd just be <laughs> up and bopping around. Honest to God, it is timeless. Stick that on nighttime and yep. out hopping and bopping and the floor is full of people. There's no doubt about that. Anyway, that's your two on Tuesday for this week. We have a big thank you, Louise and I, to say to Richard Timmons, haven't we? Richard. Oh, massively, yes. Oh, what Richard. a man. Richard, what a man. I visited Richard's Wildlife Reserve in the summer down near Rathkenny and he's a photographer as well and he dropped in yesterday the most beautiful, mm. beautiful pictures and his calendar, his calendar for the year ahead as well. Richard, we're eternally grateful to you. We really are. They're just... Mm. And be- in awe of your talent. Oh, what a talent that man is. He really is. I hope he's pushing that calendar because yeah. the images on the calendar... I, I highly just recommend get, like it Like we were you. even looking at squirrels and everything. Oh, it just captures the just eye of them. Just and the look of the creatures. Fab. He has it. He really has it. And Richard, you know, I hope that calendar you're pushing it because it's a beautiful, beautiful gift to give to anybody with all the wildlife images on it for 2023. And we thank you again for, for your kindness. We, we really, really do. Um, will it be Don't Cry For me or Martina tonight I don't know you'll have to tell me I can't see it I'm at a school play oh. you're going to have to let oh, I'll me know keep, I'll keep you posted I'll keep yeah. you put your phone on silent I'll keep you posted <laughs> beep, 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 beep. I watched the documentary out. you have to watch something else as well you I watched the documentary on okay. Messi last <laughs> night on BBC okay. <laughs> right and you know who recommended it to me my wife Miriam who doesn't really watch she said you've got to watch this about Messi from he was a little tiny fella in Argentina growing okay. up all the way in his career oh it's marvellous it really is and you'd love him you'd love Argentina to win the World Cup for him you really would but anyway really that, so he's kind of you were saying uh, the other night he kind of showed his true yeah, colours well, so that he, was kind of a momentary yeah, thing was the it whole, the whole team were emotional and everything got carried away and, and, and the Dutch and them and rivalry but anyway yeah, very passionate passion is right and passion brings out things in people as I know that uh, are deep down and they well out and that just happens I'll tell you this if he wins the World Cup, it'll be the crowning glory for him. It certainly will. Anyway, tonight, Argentina, Croatia, in the first World Cup semi-final. I'll be glued and I'll Times be keeping... Seven. seven o'clock. Seven. seven o'clock kickoff. Another sign of the times. It's three years since he sat in this studio with me in the hot seat. I'm delighted to have him back. He's simply brilliant. He's our motoring man, Tony Conlon. Tony, welcome back to studio. Thanks, Jerry. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah. Well, we better start with the uh, current situation on the roads. You've had to drive here yourself yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a few words for our listeners about the conditions and advice, please. Well, do you know what I... No, I'm not going to be I'm an expert or anything at this I'm not I'm a motorist like everyone else but there is a background to it and there is a mechanical care factor to to the cars all I will say is judge the weather <clears throat> judge your speed plan your journey and remember the main arteries may be salted it is a mechanical being that has salt in them it's a truck that salts them. Anything can happen. It can break down. It could maybe, God forbid, miss a little area. I'm not quite sure. But once you come off the main arteries and you're on the back roads, now you're a nice. It's just like the back road here coming up to you this evening, Jerry. Absolutely down by Dunor. Treacherous. Absolutely dreadful. So what do you do? <clears throat> well, you have to put care into your car. That's number one. If you're going to take a car, just a machine for granted, forget about it. You'd be better off going to public transport. Check your tyres. If some cars will recommend winter tyres, but let's not just over elaborate on that. Check your tyres and your tyre pressures and your tread are in good condition. Check your wipers. 
Have you got de-icer? Have you got windscreen washer additive in your windscreen washer bottle? Have you got coolant in your car? Uh, in other words, antifreeze. It used to be antifreeze. Do you carry de-icer with you? Are you one of these that pours boiling water on your windscreen? Because if you do, you're going to be caught out once or for all. Let it be lukewarm, maybe. I wouldn't even recommend that. But, but if you have to, let it only be lukewarm water. Carry a vest. You know, you, know, you see people there vests. And you see people, by the way, walking on the roads. My God, the other even done chocolate. Three people, two dressed completely in black and one with a little bit of illumination. Carry a flash lamp. Flash lamp, a small little torch. Maybe even if you go into some of these big stores, you could see these small little foldable shovels if it does snow or whatever else. You'd all be stuck out. Lights are not just for daytime running lights are not really good enough. You want your taillights on too. And whether it's a dull afternoon this evening, so you want your light. Put on your dip lights there. You're not going to be charged for electricity or anything like that. It's it's part of the car and it will charge itself. So check your lights, Jerry. So there's lots of advice there. And you know, Tony, it's very pertinent that you say it because we've been caught a bit. We haven't had weather like this, I think, since 2018, 19. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? We haven't had this hard weather yes. and it's come upon us. But if you do all that Tony says there and slow down, keep, keep, your, your, distance, distance, keep your distance, take your yeah. time. In the name yeah. of God, you'll get there. Absolutely. You might be a few minutes late, but it doesn't matter at all. Thanks for that wonderful advice today, no, Tony. Now no you're here today. It's the end of another year, 2022. What's it been like overall with you, Cess, you know, for new models? Uh, developments in the market well amazingly like we had two car years this year we had one in February mm. because it was a carryover from, from yes. 2021 and we got back together then with two motoring groups this year uh, joined up together which is part of it and delighted to say it's back to one organisation now and we had a car the year there in November mm. so we had 10 categories Jerry, and I'll just give you one or two of them if you don't mind I'll let you know what way we went in the first category for example you're in the small category there and the Fiat 500e the electric Fiat 100 now I actually went for the Skoda Fabia so I'm one down <laughs> the next one was the compact crossover and the Nero Kia won it and I got that one correct the other ones there was the Suzuki S-Cross and the Volkswagen Tiger. in the next one is the MPV category and you had the Dacia Jogger but what won it was the Volkswagen Volkswagen ID Buzz now it's a fabulous a bit expensive I voted for it and I voted for it in the commercial uh, side of it too it's a it's a beautiful looking thing it's mm. beautifully built a bit expensive up into 60 grand in the passenger version you will see a 7 seater yeah. and it is electric the Dacia by the way you loved when you, you reviewed it here at me on this uh, show absolutely. you loved that car I did and like, like Volkswagen there in actual fact I gave Volkswagen 4 pints and I gave the Dacia Jogger 3 pints and the reason was just the newest the newness of the Volkswagen yes. and again depreciation of the Jogger being that the affordability of the vehicle mm. you know and yes. okay might not have all the stars in the world up there from a yes. safer perspective but uh, but reading between the lines is a very good and the car. MPV such a, 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 an important category now for, for all marks of cars yes, absolutely so the next one was the one to die for was the compact car sector <clears throat> and here the competition was huge from Cooper Bourne Opel Astra Peugeot 308 <clears throat> excuse me, the new Megane E-Tech to the Suzuki Swayze. And what won it here was, and what I voted for, was the Opel Astra. The new Astra. New Astra yeah. Lovely looking car. It's now me. part of the of the Peugeot group. It's a beautiful looking car. They have 
uh, investment poured into it and that's what was wrong with Open up to, up to recently enough. There was no research and development and not mm. enough money for it. Yes. But now the, the French have plugged it in and they're part of a big group organisation now that own Honda and Fiat are back by the way. It's lovely to see Fiat back with the depot and driving a Scudo van at the moment. Uh, grand to see them here because they were nearly gone off the sea yes. for such a long time. So then the next one was the old reliable one at the Sportage but I went for the Nissan Area. Uh, Sportage won the next one with the medium crossover then very quickly the next one was the Mercedes EQS bet the Aston Martin would you believe it in the luxury car one and then in the next one we got that one and the next one the compact executive was the Mercedes C-Class and I bet the Polestar as well as others so mm. Mercedes done very well really well they won three three awards here mm. and in the luxury factor they won the large executive car the EQE won that too so the high performance was was the was the Aston. So ask me what type of year was it, Jerry? The, the sales are up there, considering everything, mm. considering what we've gone through, considering the bit of doubt in people's mind. Do I buy a PEV? Do I buy an electric? Do I buy a diesel? If there's any diesel, the few left, or do I buy petrol? And when there's doubt there, people can put it on the on the long boiler, and wait. But no, there's been over hundred thousand cars sold, and that's 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 okay. Yeah, decent here. Yeah. The, the the question will continue to rumble on as it just comes up nearly every month with you and I, and you touching it there. Petrol, diesel, crossover, full electric. What you know what I mean? But there's no doubt now. The shift is towards the the shift the electric. Shift, the shift it? is towards. There's no doubt at all about that. And I I not want and to become a, a campaigner as such for one thing or another. But I do need to speak honestly about the whole thing. And I do. All, I did always say, like, it's a bit like the mobile phone. Technology is getting better. And people in this cold weather will witness something with their electric cars. Their, 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 their distance will be reduced. I won't say significantly, but mm. by, by a, a small enough margin that will be noticeable that you won't get the same distance out of, out of your car. So the PEV is a kind of not happening for me because there's a weight factor there. Mm. I'm inclined to say, oh, electric at the moment or 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 still stay with a small petrol or even diesel because there's another seven years to go Jerry yeah on the whole matter so it, it's a what you're cutting your claw to your measure yeah what mileage do you do you've always said this and here's the other thing about it electrical charges are changing mm. and petrol and diesel is coming down thanks be to God again mm. so people are going to have to do the home the homework and this themselves and the families now will need to sit down and look and see how they, can they put in a home charger in their own place is there a charging facility in the village or town where they live in and what is the costing of this yes and then Evaluate like a little bit of mathematics at all you'll work it out evaluate mm. then what it's costing like one or the other will petrol cars totally depreciate in six years time no I don't think so and will diesel no I think it could be a rare commodity alright and yeah. could be worth a fortune maybe but we just don't know but considering the way things are going it's not bad mm. now in those cars you went through there and the different marks and models if I was to pin you down and you've driven I always say I'd be slagging you anyway mm. about the, the, the choice of cars and what's your job and you're reviewing them and you're looking at them as well if you had you know what I mean to be pushed and pick your top three. You know, you voted yourself there, you have a list there in front of you, the winners and and the near winners there. If you were to pick three cars out, say in three different cars, the small one, uh, you know, the mid-range and then top of the... what would you say? And I know I'm putting you on the spot. I know there's no problem there. Like, uh, yeah. What's your car of the year? My, my, my My car of the year was the ID Buzz Volkswagen. 
Definitely. And de- definitely. There's no question to have. And from a commercial perspective, the same thing with no, no side windows because whatever kind of a little business you're in, it's so... It's so happy looking vehicle. It would do so much from a marketing and advertising perspective. Yes. You know. um, so that is your car. That, that's of the my year. car of the year. Yeah. And if you were to give yeah. a, a recommendation to one or two others, what, who, well, what would you mention? I, I, let's kind of put this with you. Yeah. You asked me if it was a little <laughs> bit younger again, and someone said, what, what mark would you like? What manufacturer, what distributor would you like over your showroom door? I would say at this moment, Peugeot or Opel, possibly Peugeot. And it, it was just by a little bit that Peugeot was beaten by the Opel because there's brother and sister basically there with, yeah. with lovely automatic gearboxes and everything mm. else. So that's the one because like the new 408 coming in as a SUV launched there recently in Barcelona will be here in February. So that's where we are at the moment because they're building beautiful cars. Yes. So I've been very happy with the results this year on the, the car of the year and hopefully... Hopefully everything will be a little bit more competitive and not as hard on people next year. You know? I hope it will and I'm sure it will and cars are sure, always on every people's talk and, and want list and discussion and people love them and always will. Tony Conlon, I want to say to you, thank you for coming back to us today in studio. Thank you for everything you do for us on Late Lunch. People love you and we do too and I want to wish you a happy Christmas sure. and all the best for 2023 and again, congratulations on Trim being named the tidiest town in Ireland because I know you had a big part to play in that. Thank Thank you for joining me, Tony. Thanks, Jerry. Take care. Thanks very much. It's driving home, driving home, driving home That's the longest drive home I ever heard in my life. <laughs> I hope he get I hope he's got there at this stage. Ah, <laughs> oh, brilliant song, isn't it? Chris Ray and Driving Home for Christmas. I want to say a big thank you to Marie Richardson and family for the lovely card and blessing. Thank you so much. Really do appreciate it. Patricia from Nobber, we got your card. Uh, thank you so much indeed for sending it on to us. And another cancellation just coming to us there. Drogheda District Floral Art Group, their meeting in the Boyne Valley Hotel tonight is cancelled due to the bad weather. If you have any cancellations, get in touch with 0419832000 or 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text. Let us know and we'd be glad to put the news out to the population of the North East from LMFM Radio here. Big announcements coming in the States as I speak. It's actually going on in uh, in California uh, on nuclear fusion. We have nuclear power stations and nuclear energy. That's fission. But fusion has proved to be difficult. But it seems scientists in America and California have made a major breakthrough that will mean unlimited carbon-free energy in the future, which would be hugely, hugely significant, I have to say. Back for the final time to the jars of hot water bottles. Nancy Lynch. Hello, Nancy. Jerry. I know all about jars from the old days and the coats and the bed. You have to let them steam out. Uh, yeah, and you do have to let the steam out of the hot water bottle and they're great for your aches and pains says Nancy they are indeed thank you to everybody who's in touch with us we've got so much commentary today on the hot water bottle it's alive and well for sure now time for this on Late Lunch The Late Lunch Artist of the Week Artist of the Week Ava Cassidy is my Artist of the Week all this week. She was born on February 2nd, 1963 in Washington, where she was the third child in a family of four. She was only nine when her dad, Hugh, who has Irish and Scottish blood, began teaching her to play the guitar, which she really took to like a duck to water. By the age of 11, she was playing and singing in a band called Easy Street, doing pub gigs, weddings and corporate events. And during the 80s, she also performed with a number of other bands, 
while also working during the day. Yes, she had daytime jobs at a plant nursery and as a furniture painter. In fact, it would be the early 90s before she cut and released an album. It was a duet with Chuck Brown, which featured a number of classic songs which went down well in her hometown and really to a lesser extent in the United States overall. She really was a Washington girl until she was propelled onto the international stage, which I told you about yesterday and we'll come back to tomorrow for sure. Cassidy was a shy, reserved woman who was humbled when honoured in 1993 and 94 by the Washington Area Music Association for best vocalists in the jazz traditional genre. Here she is. What a beautiful song. You remember me when the west wind moves among the fields of barley. You can tell the sun in his jealous sky when we walked in fields of gold. So she took her David Cassidy, my artist of the week this week on Late Lunch. What a beautiful, beautiful voice from her album Live at Blues Alley and it appeared as well uh, on uh, her other album um, Fields of Gold, which was the name of the album too. Um, Amazing, isn't it, that she was unknown really until she passed on. Incredible, incredible. More about David Cassidy tomorrow and we'll have another listen to another of her cracking songs delivered with the most beautiful voice angelic Tony Conlon with us a little earlier will you ask Tony about reducing tyre pressure during the cold weather no absolutely not you should have your tyres at the recommended pressure Tony says how can you stop water freezing on the windscreen says a listener don't put it on use de-icer that's the only way it will freeze up again quickly don't forget to feed the birds says Newlet. that's a message I want to endorse and uh, Mary has a fibre optic Santa 16 years old and it's not lighting up anymore can it be repaired I wouldn't think so Mary those type of things very very difficult to be honest with you now time for a Christmas cuties Louise what a prize 250 euro from Shoe City I'd sing myself I'd like it yes Mm. we'll fight over it me and you we can't (laughs) win it our families can't win it either nobody connected with the station it's for one of you out there What? tell them what they have to do what do they have to do Louise it's quite simple isn't it all they have to do is you're probably in your car after collecting your kids from the school uh at this moment in time just get them to sing a song and just press record on your phone and whatsapp us 086-1800-658 that's 086-1800-658 mm-hmm. or you can email it to latelunch at lmfm.ie a Christmas song please well and please put the, your child's just name yes. and age and where they're from and where they're from would be great let's start today with little Grace O'Brien you have her there ready to go oh, our first entry in Christmas cuties this year here's Grace for you Oh, 
Big, big finish there from Grace O'Brien. Bula boss. Stop, stop laughing at me. Yeah. Isn't that brilliant? Okay. Mammy, stop laughing at her. She's absolutely brilliant. That little Grace O'Brien, she's tiny. I think she's three or four uh, singing in the car for us there. You're in, Grace. You're in You're with a chance in. to win. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Callum Fitzsimons is four years old from Kells in County Mead. And here he is. You know, he's only four, like, Mm. you know what I mean? They're so cute and they're marvellous. We love to hear them. So come on, here's your chance. All you have to do is send it to us. Once we play it on late lunch, you're in. And we're going to just draw from the hat late next week or early next week for the winner to win that lovely prize. And Shoe City Castle Blaney opens seven days a week up to Christmas. Free parking there. Ireland's number one shoe store. I've been there a few times myself. Check them out. The wonderful people. Lovely, lovely place. And they are sponsors of Christmas Cuties 2022 on your late lunch. So get them into us. 086-1800-658 by what? WhatsApp or text or late lunch at lmfm.ie and we'll bring you more cuties on late lunch tomorrow afternoon. It's a terror. They only do that for a few years, don't they, Louise? And then you they see get that very yourself. conscious. And then they become no, conscious. No, I'm not they singing. Do. They do. It's hard to get them to sing then at that stage. So it is. There's no doubt about it. Anyway, thank you for your company this afternoon. We love our late lunch listeners and your involvement with us on the show. We really, really do. And looking forward to be back with you tomorrow at 1.30. Eddie Caffrey's coming next with The Drive here on LMFM Radio. Have a lovely Tuesday evening. I say to you again, slow down, take care on the road. Don't travel unless you have to. Be conscious of others. It's dangerous out there. That is the word. Please, please take your time and be careful. See you tomorrow at 1.30. We leave you in the company of Mr Ed Sheeran and Elton John with a Christmas one just for you. See you tomorrow. Build a fire and gather round the tree. Fill a glass and maybe come and sing with me. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.